Welcome to episode 36 of the First X Minutes podcast. It's 10 minutes of football talk. New episodes are available on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I'm your host, Papi the Great. You'll find me on Twitter at Papi underscore the Great. That's at P-A-P-I underscore the great i have to apologize for the long silence in the past week or so um it's due to not unforeseen not unforeseen circumstances but it was due to a few things now i'm back that's the most important thing of course we can continue from where we stopped uh, not exactly continue from where we stopped because a whole lot has happened in the space of the past week or 10 days thereabout so i'll just focus on the recent happenings in the world of football yes we're done with the first half of the um, UEFA Champions League group stage games. I'll be talking about that in this episode, but I have to touch on news that just broke, maybe this morning, maybe yesterday, I think, about um, the new uh, FIFA Club World Cup um, that China will be hosting in 2021. Now, I, I, I have nothing, totally nothing, against um, FIFA if they want to, if they've chosen to... Um, what's the word now host a new uh, a new tournament an expanded version of the tournament and all of that after all we've been having the fifa club world cup and all of that but now my 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 issue with it is it's going to be expanded into a 2014 competition according to what i'm what i saw on skysports.com the fifa club world cup now and china is set to host the expanded 2014 tournament in 2000 and 21 FIFA have confirmed that China will host the inaugural edition of the new expanded 2014 Club World Cup in 2021. The, com- the revamped competition is due to be held every four years and will be played in June <laughs> and July, replacing the current 17 tournament, which is held annually in December. I think FIFA has been all about expansion, expansion, expansion. First with the female um, female world, world Cup, yes, Women's World Cup. Now it's going to be expanded with Qatar, 48 teams now. And of course, they're switching it to the club level now from seven teams to 21 teams. FIFA is talking about how the new, the, the expanded competition will be a competition which every person, every child, anyone who loves football is looking forward to. Well, that's according to FIFA President Gianni Infantino after the 11th meeting of the FIFA Council in Shanghai on Thursday. It is the first, I quote, it is the first real and true World Cup with the best teams in the world. The best clubs in the world will compete. Wait a minute. It's the first real and true World Cup. Really? What have we been having? What, what happened in France 98? What happened in uh, America? What happened in Korea, Japan? What happened in Germany? What, well, Italy winning the World Cup? What happened in South Africa in 2010? What were all of those things? Were they not as real and as true as this rubbish of a thing that you guys are proposing? Because trust me, 2021, I agree. June, July, that means some certain teams will be having extended, imagine, Imagine, just imagine, it was a season where Real Madrid, the the first episode of Zidane's tenure as Real Madrid manager, and then they have to play the UEFA Champions League final because they are winning back to back, which meant they are winning back to back, which means they have automatically qualified for this FIFA World Club Cup, World Cup, yeah, or World Club Cup, however you like to put it. Now, 
imagine that they just finished a, playing the Champions League final in June. There's no holiday automatically because, because they have to partake in the tournament which will which would have held probably would have started or kicked off in that same month and would have run through to july and then by the time august comes knocking the season started already what do you have to say for for teams like that i mean it's it's going to be of course we're not used to teams winning the champions league back to back maybe it's not the case in other um, intercontinental club football competitions across the globe in other continents but i'm just saying i'm just saying if teams get successful, more and more successful, maybe by winning um, these trophies back to back, then it becomes a problem. Yeah, I know it's once in every four years. It won't be taking place every four years. But if there's too much stress in one year, it could affect the performances of teams of players over the long run. I still, I still, I still can't figure out how the likes of. Um, Remember the Sundowns now, how they have to compete at top level over and over and over again. Yet yeah, this is just once a once in a four year, once in four years in tournament. However, that period between say January and July can make or mar any um, team, especially if it's a team like Liverpool. Uh, where imagine just having to depend on just Mohamed Salah, Femio, and um, Asaido Mane throughout your running, tight, Premier League title running from February, March, April, May, and then you get lucky, the Champions League final, May, June, and then you have to still compete in the competition from June through to July. I think it's cruel. I think the decision is a terrible one. We were enjoying the one that was the ones that have been played in the Middle East in December. A seven-team tournament is good enough. Was expanded from seven to twenty-four. What do you think? You can leave me a comment on Twitter at Papi underscore the Great, and we'll discuss uh, about it. Speaking of my Twitter, I was able to post something about the Champions League yesterday. Um, that was on, on Wednesday after the first half of the group stage games of the UEFA Champions League were done and dusted with. And boy, oh boy, a lot of drama. I was opportunate to see um, Lille's, uh, Lille's, night, I said Lille, Lille's 95th minute equalizer um, as they played against Valencia 5-1, five, a lot of fives, five-star performances here, there and everywhere over the weekend. Liverpool joined in the conversation also. I think overall it was a it was a round of goals, I think, and it was some sort of comp- compensation <laughs> for the losses or the L's that Betos took um, the preceding weekend um, before. So, um, let me see. I want to just run through Manchester City scoring five, Spurs scoring five, PSG scoring five, Liverpool scoring four. Um, of course, Luis Suarez scored for the first time in a long time in an away game in the Champions League. However, I just want to touch on some very very salient point here and one of the major points is the fact that it is still it is still tight in some major major groups of course psg running away with um the um running away with the lead in group a same for Bayern Munich in group b of course and ps and manchester city in group c 
However, you look down and Juventus and Atletico Madrid are tied on point. In Group E, Napoli and Liverpool, not tied, but Napoli not really leading the group but just a point. It gets even tighter in Group F, G and H downwards. Now in Group F, Barcelona, Inter and Dortmund. We have Barcelona leading with 7 points, but check it out. Inter Milan and Dortmund are tied on the same point, 4 points. Yeslava Prague might just be out of the conversation. However, 1, 2, 3, Barcelona, Inter, Dortmund, and then you're saying to yourself, the next three matches between this side, or the next games between this side, Inter, Barcelona, Dortmund, Barcelona, um, Dortmund, Inter, will determine to a large extent how this table will shape up. Maybe Barcelona, if Barcelona should lose any of the games between this against these two sides, then it will really blow up the um, the outlook of the table. Of course, no no one's Slavia Praha almost pulled the surprise against Barcelona yesterday, if not for Luis, um, Luis Suarez's away goal. Um, so it's, no one says they are right off. However, no team wants to qualify for um, the, the, or should I rephrase, teams would rather qualify for the knockout stages of the Champions League rather than qualifying for the knockout stages of the Europa League because it is more um, hectic and more stressful. It is way tighter in Group G. Benfica got their, um, their first win um, yesterday, which means that they've gotten three points and their three points is puts them just one point behind both Zenith and Leon. And in, in top position in Group G, we have RB Leipzig with six points. So it's six points Leipzig, four points Zenith and Leon. In fourth, we have Benfica. How close? How close can it be in a in a group? In Group G, well, it's almost the same feel like in Group F. It's just the Ajax with six points um, leading Chelsea after the win of, over Ajax got three more points and now they are in second position with six points. Valencia would have made it um, a trio of six points in Group H. However, they considered that late goal to Lille and now they are in third position um, after considering four goals and scoring, wow, just twice. In, in fourth position, we have Lille with just a lone point. I guess that, that draw, yeah, that draw against Valencia yesterday was their first point um, of the of the of the season so far imagine first point in the past year i have a cold in the past three games well the most prolific scorers you will find them either in group a or group b or group c uh yeah that's it there's not been much goals in group f e f okay well salzburg with 11 goals of course salzburg remember is the club that the 19-year-old um, Haaland is playing for. He's a 19-year-old, he's a teenager, but guess what? He has scored six goals. He has managed to score six goals in the last three Champions League games that he has played. Wow, what a performance from the youngster. He's just 19. Maybe he's going to turn, maybe he's going to turn 20 this year. No, it's, he, he, he was 19 in July, so he's not going to be 20 until the 21st of July, 2020. 2020. Yes, he's not going to... He scored two goals against Napoli. He managed three against Genk. Um, managed one against Liverpool when they went to Anfield to play. It's a season of the young stars. Sterling's hat-trick pushed him up to four goals. Um, I would have thought Kylian Mbappe's hat-trick was the first set of goals that he has scored for PSG in the Champions League this season. Goals, goals, goals everywhere. It's still tight, 
PSG with 9 goals, Bayern Munich with 13 goals, Manchester City with 10 goals. No team has kept a clean... Oh, PSG yet to consider goal. Yeah, so far in the tournament, 9 goals. That's 3 goals on the average per game. And they have failed. They have shot out every team they played, including Real Madrid, Club Bruges, and Galatasaray. However, we know how well the, the, the French outfit like to perform in the group stages. Two minutes into the or two seconds into the knockout stages now. <laughs> Everywhere still. <laughs> Manchester City with just a low goal considered. Uh, I'm trying to see, look out for the best defenses out here. Ajax also the the goal um considered from Batray was the low uh, is the long goal that they've considered so far this season. I saw a side now. Yeah, Bayern Leverkusen with just one goal, but I saw a side that has not scored in the tournament so far. Galatasaray. They played PSG, Real Madrid, even Club Bruges, and couldn't even manage to score a goal. Sad, sad, sad. We look forward to the second half of the UEFA Champions League group stages. Should be kicking off sometime in around November. I think it should be after the um, one of the final, one of the most final, final international breaks of the year. Looking forward to that with our fingers crossed. It's getting more fun in the Champions League. Sorry, in the Premier League, of course, in the Syria. Um, La Liga, I'm disappointed that the El Clasico has been postponed to December. However, it will be a perfect Christmas gift for football lovers like me. But keeping an eye out on the oh, the mother of all derbies, the Revere Derby that will be taking place in Germany this weekend. It's a game between Schalke and Borussia Dortmund. I've read up on, I've read up on that derby. Trust me, it's one derby that if you have the chance to watch, you should go on ahead and get a view of it. I might not be watching it, but just be catching a glimpse of, of highlight here, there, and everywhere. Which, which league did I forget to mention? Of course, the French League. Looking out for all those leagues later this weekend. Of course, next week. Oh, yes, the FL Cup. Is it the FL Cup with seven us hurt with some major, major clashes between top sides in England? I hear Liverpool will be taking an Arsenal and I hear Chelsea will be taking on Manchester United. A repeat of that 2019-2020 Premier League opener in which, of course, you know, Manchester United ran Really, 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 really ran riot. I'm your host, Papi the Great. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at Papi underscore the Great. This has been episode 36. Remember? Yeah, episode 36. Thanks so much for always listening to the podcast. You guys are a motivation to me. You always listen to me talk. Go on and on and on and on and on about football. I love you guys so much. Send me a comment. Send me a message on um twitter at papi underscore the great what do you think of this episode of the podcast what do you think i should be doing more of what do you think i should what should we do what do you think i should be doing less of yeah i know i need to keep it on time 10 minutes i'm I'm currently using 15 minutes right now but i need to keep it on time i will i will try i will try my best to ensure that i keep my rants my observations and my talk limited to just 10 minutes but for this episode y'all have to bear with me um episode 36 yeah episode 37 will be coming through this saturday hopefully i'll have seen all the actions from the major uh, football leagues around europe and across the world yes i almost forgot to mention we now have the finalists for the afc champions league and of course the copa libertadores so things are shaping up for the club world cup that will be taking place in the middle east um in december we will know the sides that liverpool and co will be facing um during the period 
Until I come your way for episode 37. I don't use my time for this podcast. I beg moon, I'm a vex. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was worth your time, right? If you listen up to this point and you caught the joke, I'm sure it was worth your time. Until I come your way in episode 37, whatever you're doing, the weekend starts tomorrow. I really hope it's a profitable one. Bye for now.